0: Good evening, everyone. Welcome to Holy Crap, the Vlogcast. The Vlogcast comes from a skeptical point of view to answer some of the questions of why. The Vlogcast started as a combination of spite and the Streisand effect, because... You know, I I know the question has never been brought up, but I'm going to do it anyway. I'm sorry. Boxers just float way too much. They turn around all on their own. I can never find the fly when all is said and done. I'm digging and scratching in public. You really don't need that after you've watched the movie when you're standing at the Ural. It's embarrassing. I'm sorry, where were we? Part of this is to follow through with some of the old adage, sometimes the journey is more important than the destination. You're welcome. I'm your main host. I'm known as Shujin Tribble all over the place. You can find me pretty much anywhere under that name, S-H-U-J-I-N. You're welcome for all that. Have fun getting that out of your collective minds tonight. Let me go ahead and introduce you to, I was going to say everybody, but it's uh, less everybody and more uh, some of us. I guess it's probably the nicest way of putting it. (laughs) <laughs> out towards the left coast not quite yellow knife but still where it's been all kinds of weird weather wise uh, kagari way good evening Dallin. good evening and i will say that as of
1: 45 seconds ago i thought there was never anything as too much information hmm. thank you for thank you for holding your beer there shujin w t m i <laughs> Midwest. one of these days i'm gonna do that
0: i know and i'm gonna enjoy whatever the hell i'll i'll explain why that's actually doubly funny in a, in a couple of moments and yeah. from the midwest of the u.s where it kind of blew through and did all kinds of fun and nasty out that way weather wise evening bridget
2: <laughs> good evening yeah uh mother nature's off her meds
0: yeah uh, denver i earlier this week denver went from uh 80 fahrenheit to whiteout conditions in 24 hours did you guys end up pretty much the same kind of way
2: well i mean we didn't get any snow but yeah it was really really hot here then it got really really cold and really really floody and just eh.
0: all kinds of fun yay
2: yay have all four seasons in one day Woo.
1: Jeez. Yeah. you see up here we call that tuesday <laughs> that, that, honestly that, living living this close to the windward side of a mountain range mm. it we get some oddball weather uh, a couple of days ago we got oh what was it? i, I pissed off a co-worker big time because we were in detroit when detroit was having some bad weather and we ended up uh, we got introduced to uh um michigan sleet oh wow which a lot like the michigan left is really damn annoying anyway
2: mm-hmm.
1: so um he and i are working a little bit late because while i'm working on a map and he's (laughs) he's completely rebuilding a a company's database because they done screwed up and um i'm finished first so i'm like okay look brains fried eyes are baked wrist is hurting from too much mouse i'm going home so you know pack up my backpack grab my coat look out the window i'm like oh he goes what is it i'm like uh slightly inclement weather He goes, how inclement? I said, sleet. He looked at me, I I swear to God, I don't see too many people stare at me with daggers in their eyes. Yeah. He was not impressed with that term. I said, well, see for yourself.
2: Well, sleet is not bad. It's it's Um, freezing rain I hate.
1: Yeah. That's what the sleet was actually in Michigan. For us, it was, uh, just pretty wet snow. It was, it was gross. Uh, thankfully no spinouts. Uh, it it was not the, the snow level was not the type to cause people's collective IQs to plummet. Um, as in like the first snow of the year when everybody suddenly forgets how to drive. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but the next day, literally I woke up the next morning, uh, 730 I'm on the road. It's bone dry. Like we're talking 13 hours from, oh my God, it's white out to where was it it was like it was like men in black level of, it was like neuralized man
0: oh sybil <laughs> sybil sorry there's a there's a actually there's a there's a two for that one by the way uh, for those of you that didn't know by the way earlier this week it was uh the anniversary of sybil and basil faulty's wedding so keep that one in mind yeah i i have i have these things uh set up on my um on my calendar because i'm i'm a weirdo that way if you don't know who basil and sybil faulty are you're really missing out you're really you're really missing out um anyway so hi everybody yeah it's it's been uh it's been it's been a hell of a week for uh, a lot of different things as usual you know otherwise we wouldn't have a show Very i would have otherwise said thanks florida but you know what it is in florida this time <sighs> yeah in in that a kick in the teeth I was about to say Kicking the Nerds, but you know what? Mm, Classic show. Classy Florida show.
2: Is so screwed up. They have their own FARC tag.
0: Yeah, that's...
2: For anybody who, who goes to FARC.com.
0: Do they have stupid news
2: there?
1: Yes. Yes, it's called Tuesday. You might have heard of it. Well, you see, I kind of hope for it on Sunday because, well, that's kind of my thing yeah it's,
0: well, there's
2: it's, stupid news there but they also have people you make up you know headlines to go with real stories and things and you know the funniest headlines usually get greenlit
1: yeah uh, see I'm more of a uh I'm WTF. more kind of, uh, I'm, I'm more WTF and and I don't mean uh what the fake
2: <laughs> yeah know. I mean, well, it's like you, I don't know if you remember the scandal or not where uh, there was one of the Congress critters that was having an affair with one of the pages in Congress. This was I'm years just,
0: back. I'm sorry. You, you have to be a little bit more specific than no that. Kidding.
2: <laughs> I can't remember his name, but he got busted for having an affair with an underage page, which is kind of like an assistant, somebody who's uh, like an intern, but they're like school age kids are like sixteen or seventeen, and one of the FARC headlines on there was that they should uh, that they should have thrown the book at whatever his name was, and instead they just threw a few pages. Ha 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 ha.
0: Oh. Yeah. You know this is this is the Dallin. Tell me, tell me if I'm mm-hmm. wrong. This mm-hmm. is the moment where we should be able to say that joke was bad and you should feel bad but it um yeah
2: Uh, on the headline and the story and it was a true story
0: no it it, you know reminding us that it's the headline when we're talking about what happened to pages and what i done i don't i don't uh Dallin knows exactly where i'm going he see Dallin and i have been uh, have been working together for a very very long time and he he kind of yeah. knows he knows mm-hmm. he knows
1: something i know too much uh, like tonight you're welcome. <laughs> <with it. laughs> yeah to, to, as of now i know more than i i knew a little bit more than i did before and probably a hell of a lot more than i ever should
0: See? Or more than i ever wanted that's it knowledge is power the opportunity and the power to crush the minds of those that are too weak. I'm sorry, I shouldn't really do that. right about now. It's kind of... Oh, by the way, coffee, coffee. I got a, I got a, I got a, I got a special tumbler. Mm. By the way, for my birthday, from from my friends, which is very cool. Very it great. is, uh, it, it is a very insulated. It is a <laughs> metal steel. I forget exactly what the construction is. And dishwasher safe. Can't imagine why. But um, it is a very nice, big, tall, and it was specifically so that I could take it with me on my Saturdays out with our friends so that she can top me up for coffee on the drive home. And it's like, uh, I keep forgetting to bring it with me. So mm-hmm. I figure, what the hell. I just made a new pot of coffee, so I should you know, <clears throat> keep you it nice and warm. So, you know, go me. <laughs> uh, and um, yeah, there's a, there's a whole other thing with that. Um, there was, there was a, there was a twofer. I was going to, uh, I was also going to mention, oh yes. Uh, for what it's worth, by the way, uh, I know I've kind of talked about this one a little bit before. It's got nothing to do with anything else, but, um, the secondhand store in town from where I live is closing up. It, it's a, it's a Salvation Army place. I I know, I know. But what I usually get out of them is, uh, well, a, a stack of right now next to my, Next to my computer next to me, I have a stack of about a meter uh, meter and a third, I guess of CD cases of music that I've gotten from there. Now I know I know the record labels and and companies and whatnot will never see a dime of the dollar two dollars per CD. but uh, I'd like to think that I've kind of kept to the spirit of, you know having having bought the music that I use so eh, but um they're closing um and yeah a little disappointing because you know i mean two bucks for a cd that was otherwise you know 20 back in the day eh,
2: uh,
0: okay okay you know it's, it's fine i felt very bad because i posted on my personal twitter account a lot of pictures from the wedding gowns that are available Oh, that's for what like, that was for okay. like 35 bucks. And uh I had posted it up for uh, <clears> the <throat> ladies for the furry femme shoot that I do at uh, at Anthrocon and, and Fertile Equinox. And sadly, the sizes were a little bit problematic to try to figure out because you know, women's sizes, Anna saw 8, 10, 16, and the one real holdout of the whole set that was uh, size 26. I will admit I had a little bit of a hard time understanding that sizing and the running joke that I've had that they never make anything in my size. I stand corrected. They probably do, but I'd have to take that in so much. It wasn't worth buying. So, you know, eh. yeah, once it was a two piece or so.
1: Yeah. All I can really say when it comes to, at least in my experience as a formerly married individual, um, Whatever she tells you the number to look for, just look for that. In other words, um, speaking as the, um, speaking as one who would probably never wear uh, women's clothing, uh, the sizing mechanism is not something I truly understand. And I'm just happy enough to rattle off a number and hopefully someone out there will be able to interpret it
0: and just leave it at that. Yeah, and and me who is maybe a little bit more attentive, and and Bridget, you can you can say yay, yay on this one. If you're dealing with um, formal wear, if they say a number, you should look like a number above because tailoring down is so much easier than finding specifically the one that's actually going to fit you correctly in the number that you go with, right? Yep. Yep. Yeah, been there, done that
2: yeah tailoring looks better anyway
0: that's true Mm. that's true and uh they're never the same from one brand to another stephanie i know believe me i know how many times have i tried to help had i tried to help my wife go and i'll admit it bra shopping because you know guys seriously what's your problem get over yourselves bra shopping to to be told okay it could be a 36 d could be a 36 double d could be a 38 c
2: mm-hmm.
0: or maybe a d it depends on who it is. oh my god seriously yeah
1: yeah Whatever. you know what i when i ended up in that case was um we went to a store we started looking she was looking for a particular size we got a couple in that particular size she complained i said okay look here is a lingerie shop not Victoria's Secret because, uh, Victoria's Secret, if if I remember correctly, um, they have a particular envisionment of who they want wearing their stuff. Let's, let's just leave it at that. Yeah. Yeah. And my ex-wife was somewhat outside that, uh, very narrow scope, but we did find another place. I said, okay, we walked in and I said, why don't you just go get sized? You like the products here. So. Let's get a number and and let's get, let's get everything from them. Let's get, let's get your measurement and then we'll just buy from here. Probably one of the better idea, better moves I've made in my life.
0: Yep. Yeah. No doubt. No doubt. Yeah. And that's uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. Completely understand you right there. And man, yeah. Tailoring is, is Mm -hmm. yeah. Well, it's
1: and even, even for guys to go for a suit. You know, mm-hmm. I I went for one years ago, and I said, okay, well, you know, this is my usual size, and they went, no, you're actually a little bit smaller here and a little bit bigger there. The suit that came out of that, wow! I wish I could fit it to this day, but uh, we, unfortunately, change. Yeah, we uh, change. Unfortunately, yeah, uh, unfortunately, them burritos are too good. Yeah,
0: and uh, item last, and, and then we'll actually get into it properly. If you ever want to try to poo-poo the whole, well fitting properly to somebody, you know, that's just not done anymore. My wife's first job out of college was at a place that no longer exists anymore called Kinney Shoes, where you had salespeople that would be on the floor that you would go over to. And when you were ready to go ahead and pick out a shoe, they would sit you down, take off your current shoe, and put and i don't i never remember what the name of the damn thing was the the metal thing the thing yeah (laughs) the, the metal the metal measuring device and they would measure how long your foot was how wide your foot was and gauge it from there and actually fit you for the proper sized shoe. Was it wide? Was it narrow? Did you need a little bit more size over here? Okay, let me go ahead into the back and I will find it. You remember all that? Go into the back to try to find the stuff. Yeah, because they had dozens upon dozens upon dozens of shoes in the back and they would find the one that actually fit you. Yeah. And if you go into, okay.
1: They say it doesn't happen these days. You're shopping at the wrong store. Agreed. You go to a shoe place where they do shoes, maybe boots. Yeah. You will come out of there with something that is basically laser measured to your foot. You go into a place that sells work clothing and now I'm talking work boots. I'm talking steel toed I'm talking PPE that, you know, makes us uh, OSHA folks quite happy. They're going to make damn sure that your boots fit you properly. Why? Because you're going to be in them for eight to 12 hours a day. And, um, I, I think, well, I can only speak for myself, but I know the consequences of bad fitting footwear in the workplace that blister was Okay, it, it looked like something you would see on TLC's. What the hell is that? Mm. <laughs> you know, me- medical anomalies that gross you the hell out. That's this one was could have been a feature.
0: Yeah. Good times. Good
1: times. <laughs> anyway,
0: so let me go ahead and uh, let me go ahead and uh, get us actually properly running at this point because you know we we could just we could just you know shoot the shit all night. We down when I did that last night. That's, oh, that's a whole yeah. other issue. That's a, that's a whole other yeah. thing. Anyway, so of course, always everybody, thank you very much for joining us. If you are watching live, of course, live chat is available, and be more than happy to uh, chat you up as we go along. Of course, Stephanie, thank you very much. So let me go ahead and, and uh, get everything rolled over here because I actually got my clock started on time for myself. You're welcome. So with five minutes on that clock, if i'm in a freestyle stretch right now data or data actually in this case it's it's data i know i know there is a difference one is my name the other is not i know i know some people are just like all right you know yeah great you know fine so i wanna i wanna kind of take something to your uh, your attention if there's one thing that we've learned or should have learned in the information superhighway age is that sooner or later, and and Tech would be having such a great time with this one, all is known. Sooner or later, all is known. So I take you back to the 1960s, where we know full well that, you know, everybody is working really hard on trying to get to the moon because that's the big thing, and they did and this printout stack that you see on the screen right now and if you're not watching live i'm sorry this printout is what got mankind to the moon the computer program that was actually in part of uh, you know that that was helping us get to the moon and let's not forget excuse me that the onboard computer system such as it was for the guidance on the apollo missions had 4 kilobytes of ram available to it and a very specialized set of instructions to work through it very specialized as a matter of fact those printouts eventually that information got photographed and Copied out so that they eventually became available for everybody to see. And some poor schmuck decided to take it upon himself to take all of those pictures and type out the code that actually comprises all the stuff that went into the lunar computer line for line, letter by letter, with small problems where he couldn't make out what it was. But with his computer knowledge, he actually filled in the holes or so he thought, and then asked for clarification, new photos of the code that couldn't be made out before. And it turned out he got it exactly right. Now, why is that impressive? Well, for two reasons, believe it or not, there is amongst other things, and you're gonna love this one, let me find the page well where the hell did i put it hold on a second i closed the damn did i close the damn page that i was looking for no i just had it in a different spot (laughs) go me sorry is one of those one of those days right about now i'm looking for there it is sorry I had so many windows open that I had to scroll around to try to find the right one. This is a little something called GitHub. It is a repository where people can upload their source code for various programs to allow people to download the source code themselves, maybe make comments on it, maybe clean stuff up, maybe compile the programs for themselves under various different operating systems. This guy, after typing it up, uploaded to github the apollo 11 guidance computer source code after 50 years any and everybody could make their own version and cleaned up stuff and they had a great time doing exactly that because they found stuff in there where uh, for instance burn baby burn was actually a line item in the code for getting the main engine started That's not the piece that's important or impressive. It's where it took us eventually just this past week. Five terabytes of data. No. Five petabytes, wasn't it? Petabyte. Sorry, you're right. Petabytes of data. Five petabytes of data on hard drives flown from around the world, over two years ago, in order for us to image for the very first time, a black hole. An event that we thought, if you'll pardon the pun, would be an impossibility. 50 years later, the amount of source code that would be needed, the amount of data that would be needed, 100 years plus after Einstein said, yeah, this is a thing, I don't think it should be, but it's a thing. And the best part about it was that the computer models that were based on, okay, if we take all of these assumptions as real, what should it look like? Okay. The computer says it should look like this. Let's go see what it really looks like. Spot on. The data is there. It's been there. And the fact that we keep advancing such strides over time is absolutely wonderful to me. Because everything, everything sooner or later is known. And I believe one of the best lines I can ever remember is, the hard to see takes a really long time. The completely obvious, just a little bit longer. We had the vision already just in math, but to be able to see it up there in the sky, it took just a little bit longer. This is episode 256 on the dock, Your Honor, to your good health, and, you know, it, it, it was funny. I, I was finally putting together the information for uh, tonight's show, and it suddenly dawned on me, 256. Oh, wait, that's, that's an eight number. Oh, crap. I should really do something computer-related with that, because, I mean, 256. I mean, if you've dealt with computers for any length of time, especially as old chaps, you're welcome. Uh, two fifty six is one of those very significant numbers because, you know, all right, how much memory do you have in your computer? Uh, eight, four, eight, sixteen, thirty-two, sixty-four, hundred twenty-eight, two fifty-six. There's that number. Yeah. Hmm. So it, it, it was kind of one of those things where it was just like, ding in the head. Uh, thanks. Yeah. Thanks, brain. Appreciate that. So. I, I had to do something for it. It just made sense. Kind of dropped in my lap there.
1: Well, I, um, I'm not trying to go too far off a topic here because I know, but um, I just wanted to append a little something of your freestyle from today. Um, after we talked last night about this, I went looking for a video that I had watched that had to do with um, basically how the hell did they do this? Um, and okay. I went to a, I went to a source that I usually go to for stuff like this when it comes to science and learned something. <clears throat> yes. I actually learned something. Okay. So no, 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 <laughs> a friend of mine on Facebook posted a picture of the black hole image and superimposed on top of it, the scale of the sun, our sun out to Voyager one, which that distance can be calculated as what is called a light week. Basically, it would take seven days at the speed of light to get to where Voyager one is from the sun, which is the equivalent of one uh, approximately 181 billion 314 million 478,598 kilometers. And counting. Uh, yes. But the image on the black hole, that dark shadow, that's its radius, not its diameter. So it's actually the, the, the shadow is actually two light weeks across. That is colossal. colossal almost 400 billion kilometers across. Uh. <laughs> you know, it just, just when you think, you know, you, you see a galaxy or something, you go like, God, man, that is big. And then you see something like this and it's one thing and it makes up approximately 1% of that galaxy's entire mass. Which in and of itself is a colossal amount of mass. I, I was going to say th- that is significant that one single thing comprises that it actually comprises more than a decimal of a percentage of, of the mass of an entire frickin' galaxy. Like, you know, if it hadn't been for the fact that physics to me was just way too cerebral, I would have gone into astronomy especially now, although I will say, um, I don't know a lot of the math behind a lot of the stuff you see in astronomy. And I think I'm still, but I'm still able to love the qualitative side of it. Like the, the mind blowing imagery, the yeah, yes. A lot of what we see is computer enhanced, but it's, it's still based on mathematical models. It's, it's, it's beefed up. It's sharpened so that we can see it more clearly. And if we were, you know, on that planet or in that particular vicinity, this is probably what we'd see. And it's yeah. (laughs) Uh, Amazing. Yeah. To borrow one from
0: Markiplier space is so cool (laughs) and terrifying all at the same time. Oh, but man, ain't that the case?
1: Yep. Sean Peer, Sean Pertwee doing A narration of voice to the End of the Universe. It's on YouTube. Um, I watch it almost constantly. It's still it's a few years old, but a lot of the, what they talk about is still relevant, which is good.
0: Okay. So I did go looking, uh, before the show, of course, as I usually try to, uh, I have no, no news on Rafe Badawi's condition or news stories. All I got is recycled stuff from over the last month, sadly. Right. So, with no new information currently, this is now, you know, I, I, it, it always makes me sad to, to have to say it. Six years, nine months, 30 days. Since Rafe was unjustly incarcerated for thought crimes, our hopes and our thoughts are still with you and your family. We're still waiting. So, let's deal with my hometowns. I was born in Brooklyn, New York. Brooklyn, Nueva York, 1969. March, as a matter of fact. So, I know a little something about New York. Admittedly, you know, it's been a long time since I've been... Back down there, and the times when I've you know talked with my mom, who still has your know, reason to go back into New York every once in a while, from you know Long Island, you know neighborhoods change. What used to be not exactly Little Italy, but you know kind of assumed to be Little Italy unofficially because you know it's where most of the Italians were, has now changed to be maybe East Indian. Maybe Eastern Asia, you know, different, different areas change their demographics and that's to be expected. Everybody moves different cultures, different groups come together and you know, it is what it is. Okay. You know, whatever people aren't hurting each other. Fine. You speak a different language than me, whatever you got different food than me. Oh, let's give it a shot. It's amazing what you can, what you can learn to like after a little while. Uh, although anything that's got more legs than I do, uh, it depends on how many more, more than a hundred percent of the legs that I've got, I've got a problem with it. Unless it's in the ocean,
2: <laughs>
0: lobster, crab. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you on that one. Except for king crab, it, it, I mean, f- fifty bucks for a box with you know five pieces of of leg and 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 pincer. Uh yeah, it's a that's a bit much for me. Let me ask you this. Yeah. Yeah. Have you tried it? No, 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 You're missing the point. I like, I just don't like the price price tag.
1: Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. So you like it so long (laughs) as someone else is buying, throw
0: that caveat in. You're good. I'm sorry. (laughs) Hmm. Yeah. And, and Dell and let's face it. Um, if you had a choice between buying lunch for yourself or having somebody else buy lunch for you, Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't have a problem with that. Okay. So, you know, get off my case, man. Jesus shit, man. you know, it's
2: whatever. Well, Beautiful. I do splurge and buy, you know, a box of crab legs, king crab legs once a year, but yeah, it's pricey.
1: Yeah. My dad bought uh, a bunch of Alaskan king crab for my nephew's graduation fed all of us.
2: <gasps> oh my God.
1: Yeah. And. I'll be honest, um, now that a lot of the legal stuff is sort of going through right now as they're trying to figure out the assets and everything and to find out what my mom and dad actually had stowed away in banks and everything like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure that the, um, what he paid for those uh, king crab legs uh, probably didn't scratch the account too, too much. Uh-huh. I'm I'm not saying loaded. I'm not saying, you know, there was a lot of, uh, but there's a ton there, but you know, you could, if you could do a one-off like that, like, like you said, Yolo, right. You only live once.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, yeah. And that was actually, um, that's when I found out that I'm actually, I used to be allergic to that particular fish. Not so much anymore. Good, hmm. but again, it doesn't help that it's. <clears throat>
0: yeah, yeah, how much for this plate? Your soul. Okay. <laughs> Keep that in mind. <laughs> by, by the way, speaking uh, speaking of uh, giving up my soul at this point, uh, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to have a little bit of fun at your expense. Uh-uh. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I'm I'm looking at the uh, I'm looking at the bookshelf up back behind you, and mm-hmm. I, I forgive me. There are a couple of round items back there that are um colored in in such a fashion that i am looking at them and they look like they might be uh not what they actually are but maybe that's just me because i've got uh, well y- you know how i am colored round objects um, uh, over over your left shoulder behind you on the bookshelf
1: okay Oh, okay. So, there's my clock, which is set to the right time.
0: I can't see the clock, but uh, a little bit, a little bit more, a little bit more <laughs> on, on the bookshelf
2: itself is talking about.
0: Oh, <laughs> okay. Yeah, no, no, that's fine. See, what those are? Oh, those uh, are... Hold, hold on! Before you say it, go ahead and laugh. Would, would I just?
1: You're wrong. Yeah, I know. I know you're, I'm wrong. You're 100% wrong. No, I I I know I'm wrong, but it's just <laughs> those are those are peace pipes. Oh. Souvenir uh peace pipes. Oh.
0: I. Wow. Okay. I had <laughs> I never would have
1: guessed. They are they're non-functional. Like I you, you can't actually use them, but they like um uh, one I think uh, my dad picked up from um from some souvenir shop somewhere. And I think the other one we got at the, uh, one of the local festivals from back home. Cool. Yeah. Wow.
0: All right. Learn something new today. All right, cool. So back to Brooklyn, the Jewish community. And I'm saying it that way, not because I'm going to, forgive me for wording this way because this is this is my inner mel brooks coming out Not because i'm ragging on the jews because which is something i'd expect that he would have put in history of the world part two mel you're not getting any younger god seriously dude really come on I, i don't think there was ever any intention i don't really give
1: a shit because jews in space needs to be a thing um, okay, you know what? He can do that one right after he does Spaceballs 2. Hey, look, something's gotta save the Star Wars genre because
0: they sure as hell ain't doing it. That's a whole other thing. Okay, another <laughs> yeah. night, another night, another, another night, night, night. Another night, another night. <laughs> anyway. So I'm 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 pissed off at in in this particular case, because of the news story, it was the Jewish community, which is endemic of insular societies and that's the reason why i wanted to do a talk on this one because it's it this time is them in the headlines the hasidic jew con, contingent in brooklyn is very tight knit. they have they have their own societal laws. And and, and I say that very, very guardedly. It's more like agreed upon social norms and rules, not so much laws that you can be thrown into prison for, which I mean, who's, who's gonna get thrown in prison for acting a certain way? Long story on that one. But you know, We've got them. We've got the oh crap! Who the hell was it in uh, in Mississippi? Not Mississippi. Um, Minnesota. It was the uh, groups that were from Africa. Somewhere I've forgotten where. Damn it, I've forgotten where. Anyway, but there are these these insular communities that have been targeted. Very specifically targeted by the big grand poobah of anti-vaccination, Mr. Wakefield. And I use the term Mr. with the highest of contempt right now. Because this bitch, why he has not been brought up on any kind of charges for, I don't know... how can okay bridget help me out on this one if if a medically trained and accepted professional in the medical community were to advocate for known non-functional treatments which had highly detrimental effects on the people that they were that they were guiding to those you, 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 i'm hoping you see where i'm trying to where i'm trying to guide for on this one what well, would happen to that type of personality
2: what would happen to them well if they were still practicing medicine they'd probably lose their license and be sued for malpractice
1: and there's something else too wakefield's british Therefore, not subject to American law.
0: So, whoa, 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 wait, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. If he's in the United States and commits such, he may be a British citizen, but if he's on American soil and doing, and yeah, he has to follow the same rules. So, that That whole diplomatic immunity thing uh, well, No, so I'm not saying that I'm not saying that like
1: okay, so he wrote he wrote a research paper that made it into a medical journal it was it was afterwards debunked, and discredited, and the slate was pretty well wiped clean in terms of its credibility now. <clears throat> Um, just looking here, um, I I actually brought up what you were talking about. It was a Somali, uh, yes, a Somali community in Minnesota, um, between, between 2000 and roughly 2008, uh, the community actually had some of the highest
0: vaccination rates for two-year-olds of any population in the state. Yeah. Now, before you go any further, let's go ahead and remind people about two things. One. Stephanie is pointing out, by the way, correctly so, Wakefield was struck off the British Medical Association years ago. We know, we know. Yes, you're, you're quite right. Um, mm-hmm. I'm, build, I'm building to that point. The item two, please remember that Dallin said had. Yes. Um,
1: some Somali children were diagnosed with autism, uh, and these were parents who were wondering what was going on. And of course, they ran into uh wakey wakey's little bullshit article. Um and at the same time, of course, on the anti-vaxxer thing started up, you got you got fresh faces like Jenny McCarthy and several others who, you
0: know, dove into this thing wholeheartedly. And if um, memory serves, didn't uh didn't Wakefield also actually give some kind of talks to these groups as well, personally? Uh it's very possible. Um In truth, I
1: don't know much about, uh, about Wakefield past the discrediting. I don't know if he's done anything since, and that's kind of the point I'm getting at. If he's done something to motivate insight or incentivize people to continue with this whole thing, like if he's, if he's active in such a way that it could be considered criminally liable, fine, go after him throw the book at him, do whatever you got to do. Um, you know what, if they ever arrest a journalist for proposing fake news, Wakefield is dead because then that sets precedent. Um, needless to say, um, I don't know, I'm going to look more on Wakefield and see if I can find if he's done anything lately that could land him in hot water yeah there's a because because, i mean somebody today citing his work as gospel that's on that's on the person citing it because they're too stupid to look past it or it fits their narrative so they're going to double and triple down
0: with a waffle in the middle the same as what he has too yeah yeah and by the way tripping high Uh, okay so now the question becomes uh Bridget, because I, I was trying to I was trying to build over to it. Like you were saying, somebody that was medically trained and accepted as a professional in, in the field, i.e., has a doctor's license.
2: Or and, even and, a nursing license.
0: Or even a nursing license, agreed, would probably be brought up onto disciplinary charges and possibly eventually stripped of those credentials Mm -hmm. now the question is with that and and i know i'm i'm kind of going probably a little bit outside of the realm of what you would otherwise know but isn't there the very the very real possibility that in a situation like that criminal proceedings might come of it as well Hmm. I don't know. Ooh.
2: I really don't know.
0: Okay. The reason, all right, I- I'll get to you in a second down. All right. The reason why I'm kind of bringing this up is that if, if you did something as a medical professional, accepted medical professional with licensing it at Al, mm-hmm. um, again, I'm, I'm making sure everybody's on board and knows full well, I'm talking about somebody that we would otherwise call doctor or, Mm-hmm. Professionally, nurse, if you are specifically advocating for something that is known not to be beneficial or known to be harmful because there there is the whole it doesn't do anything and does bad versus does good to some degree and you specifically advocate for that, and bad things happen because we know full well, bad things can happen when you do nothing or you go against accepted treatment because it works over the course of time. Um, That starts in my mind to sound a lot like you're intentionally guiding someone towards harm. And it's your job not to do that. You see where I'm going.
2: I mean, it's your job not to do that, but I still don't know that they could be found criminally liable. Um, I mean, there are quacks all over the place, but I never hear of them being brought up on charges. Yeah, and I think the the thing that I'm kind of wondering about is if there is a
0: a history and, and a methodology that keeps happening, you know, I mean, once could be a one-off for anything. I mean, we, we know that full well, except for impaling somebody with a, a forklift. That's that's usually not a one-off kind of thing. Usually, I'm just get, I'm I'm saying for a friend, but when it happens successively over a period of years, you kind of wonder. You know, you you build up a reputation, usually for good reason. You know, you you kind of wonder where it is. Like I said, you see where I'm getting on that, though, right? I'll take that as a yes. (laughs) I'm I'm just going to take that as a yes. Yeah,
1: I I did find a little bit more. Um, Yeah, it turns out that, um, oh, let's see. He was called out onto the carpet in uh, 2015, in February. Uh, due to a measles outbreak at Disneyland. Oh, God, I remember that. Yeah. Um, well, should. apparently apparently he was called out on it. He, uh, of course, denied that he bore any responsibility. Uh, he continued to double down on his, you know, the MMR vaccine causes autism. Um, that same year, uh, Wakefield was scheduled. This is from Wikipedia, by the way. Hmm. Uh, Wakefield was scheduled to testify before the Oregon, Oregon State Health Care Committee on March 9th. In opposition to senate bill 442 which was a bill that would eliminate non-medical exemptions from oregon's school immunization law guess who invited him bridget you're gonna love this one the oregon chiropractic association oh, well, <laughs> <I'm shocked. laughs> yeah they, they invited him uh but apparently the chairwoman of the committee canceled the meeting after it became clear that Wakefield planned to testify, uh, she denied that her decision had anything to do with Wakefield's plans. Whoa, whoa, whoa
0: hold, hold on, hold on. Let me see if I got this right. They wanted to have him come down and then canceled it when they heard that he wanted to open his big trap. Pretty Did much. I got that right? Oh, okay. yes. Now, uh, of course, she, she wanted to put on the
1: record that uh, it had nothing to do with him, but I'm pretty sure it had everything to do with him and the fact that Whatever it is they were trying to do would get completely sidelined by this wackaloon. Um, you know, and <sighs> how popular is the guy? On twenty fourth of April, same year, Wakefield received two standing ovations from the students at Here we go again, Life Chiropractic College West, when he told them to oppose Senate Bill uh, SB two seven seven. A bill that proposes the elimination of non-medical vaccine exemptions, Uh, Wakefield had previously been a featured speaker at a 2014 California Jam uh, gathering of chiropractors, as well as a 2015 California Jam seminar uh, with continuing education credits supported by Life Chiropractic College West. Okay, look, I've had my back cracked a few times by a chiropractor. Uh, he was an old fart. Uh, amazingly enough. He, the guy looked like he weighed 90 pounds soaking wet, but he was, he was still able to crack my back in about 40 different places to loosen up some muscles. I had in my lower back that were all seized up Four treatments over a month on my back only 32 bucks total cash. Never saw him again back's been fine. I get the occasional ache. He never once told me that cracking my back would cure my cancer. Not that I, well, anyways, um, or would, uh, extend my life by 150 years or that I would, well, no, I did see stars, but that was due to the pain. (laughs) That's another story entirely. Point being, if you need that kind of work, like if you if your spine is seized up or something like that, there are people that can help. But these people that insist on, you know, massaging your feet so that you can, um, ascend to a higher plane of humanity. No. And I, I feel bad for people that, you know, legitimately wanted to get into chiropractic for the real reasons, instead of having to deal with these individuals. But anyways, it seems that that is where that's where Wakefield seems to be finding his audience these days is in, in basically a pseudoscience community. But unfortunately he's still popular enough and okay. The fact that he's working in political activism, okay. He's kind of skirting into that territory where they could pick him up. But I think too, and I think the uh, the chairperson of that uh, committee probably realized that he could very easily also become a martyr and that would just spur people on even more. I mean, oh, there's a great meme on, on the net. You know, what did we do in the nineties? What did scientists do in the nineties? They rattled off all these like explorations, discoveries, inventions. In the 21st century, what are scientists doing now? No, the earth is not flat. Hmm. Seriously. Yeah. I mean, there's, there seems to be this dumbing down of people. Um, and I, I see where a lot of it comes from. I think a lot of it has to do with, uh, with media. Uh, you know, look at, uh, <laughs> look at hospital dramas, you know, a person goes in with a life threatening injury. And by the end of the hour, he's on his way out. Everything's fine. I learned very quickly that it don't work like that, that you could be in for a long haul because well, somebody's got something that, you know, even Dr. House can't figure out in 60 minutes, you know, it's, there's a bit of a, there's a huge gap between, I think, expectation and reality when it comes to things like science, medicine, technology. We see it on TV and we think, oh, this is great. We, we've got this, we can do this. Then you look at the reality and go, well, but, but, but they said we can do that. Well, the reality is you can't. Oh no, you're lying. It's a conspiracy. It's a cover up, blah, 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 blah. This guy's telling me the truth because he makes me feel better. He tells me what I want to hear, you know, and, you know, I, I, don't know anybody, at least I don't think I know anybody who has a child who's been diagnosed with autism, but that's gotta be a blow to know that, you know, something's not right. And you, you I imagine the first thing you want to do is look for something to blame. You know, who can I, what can I get mad at? It was, there was a great line. Um, <laughs> I don't know if you guys ever saw the, uh, the RoboCop TV series. It was kind of a low budget version of the original uh, RoboCop series or the RoboCop movies. Okay. Yeah, no, there was a line where Alex Murphy, RoboCop, uh, ended up dealing with his father. And his dad found out who he, what, who RoboCop was. And the line, one of the lines he said, he was in tears looking at RoboCop. He says, who can I get angry at? Where can I focus this rage that I feel? And I think that's where, I think that's where a lot of this comes from or why we have it and why people like Wakefield are able to get the popularity they do because Here's something that even though it's bullshit, people can still blame it because it's, it's already out there and other people have blamed it. You know, Jenny McCarthy blames it. What was she a playboy
0: model? Don't know. And you know, truth be told at this point, I really don't care. And, and the, the reason is what is it that you're doing that is impacting on society? most i know point. i i was looking for something snarky to say like oh okay so
1: the looks dried up so you had to find another battle to fight or something but you know no i i i know
0: and I, know. I, I i i'm with you but you know i'm i'm not gonna i'm not i'm not i'm not dinging you on this one mm. I, I i want i want everybody to understand that i like i said i don't care if you're a great movie director i don't care if you've written the most glorious songs i don't care if you're the guy that put together my house if you're doing bad for society that's that's a line that i'm sorry i would have to draw and that gets really really funky when you start to deal with areas like Is punching a Nazi a good thing? All right, crap. Now we got to break down the whole idea of punching another human being just because. Is that okay for somebody to go ahead and do back for me? But they're a Nazi. But I don't want to get punched in the face either. Okay, fine. You know what? Fine. We'll, We'll go down that whole rabbit hole later. But is what a person is doing ultimately helpful and for whom Mm -hmm. for whom yes for whom because if it's helpful for them at the expense of others that's a problem yeah as i see it
1: no and you're right Uh, again i was trying to tie in a really bad joke but i'm sorry no but the point is when you get the clout of celebrity behind something like this, you know, a lot of people, they, they glom onto celebrities lives it's like, Oh, okay. You know, what would Jim Carrey do? What would John Belushi do? What would, uh, this celebrity do so that I can model my life after them? Because, well, they seem to be living a good life. So why can't I, you know, and the, the that level of obsession is definitely out there so you know, I, as much as I disdain, disdain, Uh, go with it. Yeah. As, as much as I disdain or abhor, um, celebrities trying to use their clout to, you know, further political opinions and stuff like that, you know, it's, it is what it is, you know, and yeah, just (laughs) people are I know at this point, if Joseph was here, he'd probably talk about the, uh, the survival and the, the, the want to lead versus, you know, the want to follow and not wanting to make your own decisions because it's too hard, which I think that's the way it is for a lot of people these days. You're so busy trying to figure out where your next meal's coming from. You need someone else to to do, you, you almost want someone else to do that. The rest of the heavy lifting, because you're too busy trying to
0: survive. You don't have time to think about anything else. Yeah. There's a couple items over in the over the chat, by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, Trippin is saying uh, Chandler, Arizona. Chandler? Chandler? Chandler. I don't care. You know what? It's bing. Uh, Arizona broke. The, some people are actually going to get that reference. You're welcome. There you go. Uh, broke down the front door to remove child from home after many attempts to check on child after doctor called police to check on child after hearing parents never took child to hospital. Now, obviously there are are a lot of empty pieces of all that, but there is also the whole, if, depending on the age also, if baby, infant, uh, I'm assuming, had never been to a medical person see there's a problem because on the one hand yeah kid should have at least some medical to be sure that they're all up, up to speed safe and, and healthy and everything but therein lies another problem because as everybody is sorry as many have said before and bridget i know how much you're gonna wince at this one america has the greatest healthcare system in the world caveat so long as you can afford it
2: that's not even true even if you can't afford it (laughs) yeah that's true
1: yeah yeah no like even even here um there are i think even up in canada the the midwives those that do do that i think there is some medical training there as well so that they could, you know, if, if something's wrong, they can kind of spot it and, you know, get the appropriate people involved when the time comes. I mean, some people, they like the home birth, they, they want, you know, they, they don't want to deal with hospitals because whatever reason, you know, um, but you know, kind of circling back to the whole vaccination thing. Uh, I I can't remember where I heard it, but there are some places now in other countries where the vaccine is considered witchcraft yep. so that the children are not being vaccinated because they're, they're scared that they're having a hex put on them. You know, so you're dealing with that. You're dealing with quack quacks, like Wakefield. Um, you know, I, I'm not sure what, uh, what Jillian Epperly's, uh, view on all of this is, um, but you know, people like her, or you know these these so called health gurus that seem to have all these answers about, um, you know, what wh- what makes a good life, but wh- what makes you a good living person? Someone is just so freaking out there. But the worst part is people, they eat this shit up. That's like, the. Point. I, I don't know what's worse—the the people that are spewing these lies, or the people that take it in and
0: accept it as gospel. I got an answer. I mm-hmm. got an answer on that one. And and by the way, Trippin, yeah, I, I I did see the follow up piece on that, but uh, forgive me if I blow past that for the moment. What's worse are the people that are promoting the crap. The people that are promoting the bullshit because by and large not all the time but by and large they also tend to be the ones that are peddling the whole catholic you've got a hole in you and we're telling you that there's a hole in you but we'll sell you the solution to the hole in you that we told you is there but it's worse with the catholics that hole was never there in the first place. That God hole, yeah, that that's that's a whole other piece, ok. But with the medical, yes, there is a hole in your immunizations compared to everybody else that you could be susceptible to and then make others susceptible to. Mm-hmm. But we'll sell you the stuff that. Will get us money from you buying it in bulk, and then well, you didn't have to, so I have no responsibility for the 400 kids that are suddenly on an iron lung again. How many, you know what, Bridget? Here's a good question for you. Um, here in the United States, um, how many iron lungs are there in the National Iron Lung Reserve, do you think? Hmm. I mean we've got gallons upon gallons of upon gallons of you know fuel reserves you know for national emergencies. how I many mean, iron lungs
2: do we have? I can try to Google it, but I seriously doubt we have you those know um, around you know
0: <laughs> I, I I would hope so. I would really hope that there is like
2: uh, I mean, I, I,
0: I, you know I would I would love if Google were to finally turn up a, a search on that one and it goes, wait, you a what
2: now? well the iron lungs are left in the world uh hmm not very many
0: no and um, uh <laughs> stephanie by the way yeah the by real 14
2: irony... there were only 10 people left with an iron lung so whoa, were... whoa,
0: whoa. run that again uh it
2: says by 2014 there were only 10 people left with an iron lung so I'm guessing they're probably not that common
0: and let's say let's hope that there was like 15 because You know, got to have leftover parts just in case. And uh, I was going to say, Stephanie, uh, the real irony is that Wakefield's original paper was to sell his company's alternative to the MMR, not anti-vax. Irony to a certain degree, but also just, I believe the expression is greed. Unvarnished greed. Greed. Uh, and Trippin is uh, reminding, in Arizona, parent may decline vaccination on personal, religious, or medical exemptions. And the child was two years old at the time. And from earlier, uh, had said that um, the place parents first took the unvaccinated child to was Southwest College of Naturopathic Medicine Clinic.
1: Well, Yay. okay. What about this one? <clears throat> um, I could pull up the article or I could find it where i'm hearing about kids who are finding physicians who will vaccinate them without their parents knowledge yeah okay that this is a thing terrifies me i agree
2: but it also gives me hope that at least the kids it
1: it, it does make no mistake i'm i'm my total hats off to the kids are doing this and and to the people who are facilitating this for lack of a better term vaccination underground railroad yeah i'm all for it
2: it's just horrible that they even have to go to that bingo stream
1: yeah the the fact that this has to exist because some people out there are so Mm. i don't want to say this because it's a bit of an insult but that they're so
0: damn stupid that are willfully ignorant about this and that's the entire crux of where we were trying to get to with this book the 21st century is here like it or not and i don't say that as just a calendar type of thing we have granted this is my old one but still we have the the sum of human knowledge available at our You know what? Even, 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 even one before that, my, my old Samsung fascinate, which nobody uses anymore because why the hell would you want to? (laughs) It's, it, it, it has the ability of getting the sum of human knowledge. It might take a little while. It might have to go through a couple of hoops, but it's doable. You guys know for well that I have stated on so damned many times just over and over the same way that Joseph harps on, you know, the in the out and learning for yourselves. I have harped on so damned many times that education, especially early education, in order to foster the desire to learn more to at least have a baseline model of what knowledge should be out there is a collective societal good. But you run into people who are completely and utterly against the idea of them elitist educated snobs. Mm -hmm. Those of us from the here in the u.s the ones who are from the northeast from the new england area who are considered the educated elite who are snobbish who are aloof in their iron uh, iron in their ivory towers and everybody down there in the south is viewed as such ignorant hicks by them and, and we should just be doing everything that we can to to pull them down to our level, And, and the sad part of it is, I don't think I'm necessarily really wrong with how that dichotomy really is. Well, and it's not just, you know, it's not just North versus South. It's not just. No, it's not. It's not because there are pockets here in, in, in New York state that are incredibly rural. The vast majority of my state is incredibly rural. And if you don't believe me, use Google Maps and, and look down at the New York City area and follow the New York State Thruway that comes mm-hmm. north out of New York and then curbs west after you go past Albany and take a look at the countryside miles upon miles, upon miles of acres upon acres of farmland area Mm -hmm. compared to everything else. And suddenly realize, holy shit, Manhattan. Yeah. It's, it's huge and it's big, but holy balls. Mm -hmm. And, and it's rural and it's highly, forgive me, Republican on it, undereducated in a lot of these pockets. Look, okay. I'll,
1: I'll, I'll see New York state and I'll raise you my province, Alberta. You want to talk about major population centers. I can count how many there are probably on one hand in terms of like dense population, like you have Calgary, you have Edmonton, Medicine Hat, Grand Prairie, um, Red Deer and all these areas are within just a few hours of each other. There are vast vast areas of land that are, like you said, agricultural, uh, some are oil fields. Uh, you, of course you've got the oil sands, um, which is not the way a lot of environmentalists like to peg it these days we've improved, but like what you said, like right now we're in the middle of an election cycle. As a matter of fact, I didn't make it today, but I'm going tomorrow for advanced polling to, to my local area here. Good. Now we have, right now we have in power what's called the new democratic party. They are fairly left-leaning, not to the extreme that I see some things in the States, but more on that later. But they do want to, um, they want the rich to pay their fair share. They want a diversified economy, which means not solely dependent on oil because these days oil is, it's so boom and bust these days. and. Yes, we have a lot of it, but we don't have a lot of control over the world market. That's between OPEC and the States. I mean, Obama, for all the good he did, he did do one bad thing to us. He did us dirty. He referred to oil sands oil as quote unquote dirty oil because instead of using pumps to get this stuff out, th- this stuff is kind of uh, it's much more solid. It's not as fluid as your crude oil. For many years, strip mining was the only way to get it. And places like Suncor, which was like one of the first early adopters of technology up here, they had one of the largest sort of strip mining sites uh, around. And that's the one that you see a lot of when people start bitching about, oh, the oil sands is this giant uh, environmental disaster. Look at this picture from 30 years ago. We're right. My brother works in that industry now. And the stuff he has shown me about the technology they're using these days would blow you away. Basically you plant a building on top of the reserve, like on top of the deposit. It drills 2 um, (laughs) forgive my term prehensile drills down into the bed. They go sideways one the The top pipe shoots steam, collected rainwater into the deposit, which then liquefies the oil from from the sand. The bottom pipe serves as a collector. There is no strip mining. it's It's just basically these underground. It's like it's like a pair of metal sandworms going through collecting the 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 oil. The water that was used is recollected cleaned and reused. There is no taking from groundwater. There is no taking from lake water. It's still a dirty business. There's still a lot of things when it comes to refining the stuff, but we still, I mean, we're getting better. I mean, the technology is always getting better, but it's still, that industry still depends on the world oil prices. I mean, there was a time when you could buy (laughs) You could pay less for a barrel of oil than you could for a case of Budweiser, Budweiser. Okay. (laughs) You know, (laughs) so when when oil prices are that low, there's not much investment in that kind of industry. So Alberta needed to diversify like, you know, technology, solar, whatever they could. And our current government um, worked very hard to do that. But the conservative opponents that are currently in the lead, they think, you know, oil this oil that trickle down economics. Uh, Parents have a right to know if their kids join GSA's hot topic, I might add, and many other things. And while most of the urban centers, the very few that there are, are definitely voting for the incumbent like in new york state a lot of these rural communities have been hardline conservative for decades and right now they're calling the tune we don't have an electoral college um it is literally popular vote and right now it's it's
0: working against what i think is progress here by the way uh, i don't know if you saw it but uh, trippin was uh was mentioning uh please Check to see if early vote will be counted with the rest. NC, I'm not quite sure what that's referring to. Early or absentee ballots will only be counted in runoffs. Uh, it, it See, you know, the problem of it is, NC, I would nominally expect that to be North Carolina here in no. the U.S. And, and since he's not in the U.S., that's why I'm thinking no. I'm not quite sure what NC would mean in this particular case. Is that... Okay. So in, in this case trip, it's, that's not an issue for him because he's up, you know, Canada way where it's um, different. And this isn't fracking. I'm talking about trip and this isn't natural gas recovery. This is crude oil. Uh, yeah, they're basically, they're basically steaming it out of the ground. Yeah. I mean, for lack of a better way of putting it, less genteel way.
1: Yeah, no, and that's exactly what it is. There it's either that, or you dig up the raw bitumen or the, the, the oil coated sand or whatever you scrub it to extract everything. And I mean, that's a big process this here kind of does it all in one, you know?
0: So here's, here's, here's the thing. You can't, uh, I'm sorry, I'm going to state the obvious for, for a couple of seconds. Bridget I know I know this is a dirt simple stupid answer for for the question but just humor me a second humor an old man would you please sure. it takes a long time to acquire the title of nurse or doctor right mhm normally public education will take you up through the 12th grade 12 13 in in most situations years of education on the public dole after that for a a, a nurse for instance how long would that be additionally
2: uh it depends if um if you're an lpn then two years for an associate's degree uh an rn bsn four to five years on top of those extra two no uh, just about four or five years, uh, total to get your, uh, bachelors. Okay.
0: And if instead you were going for the, the doctor, big, big mother load doctorate, you're talking not instant, instead of those two or five years, how much additionally after uh-huh. those 12 or 13.
2: Hmm. Uh, take you about six years to get a master's and then about an additional four years to get your doctorate because you have to do your dissertation and all that crap. Now if you're an MD you also have to you know do your residency mm-hmm. in a hospital so we're talking a long time
0: Now the reason why I'm pulling that in is because learning what it takes to keep the human body alive to help it repair to bring it back to where it's supposed to be when all is said and done it takes a long time to learn how to do that that is well that is an investment in someone's learning well above and beyond what they could otherwise get just by just go to school that everybody else is paying for and by the way those of you that want to go ahead and complain about socialism is bad yeah um you went to public school congratulations socialized schooling well done Mm -hmm. remember that part oh yeah and uh, the police you you pay taxes for the police right that's that's good and and your and your uh, garbage collection Right. Yeah. Anyway, we'll deal with that later. But it takes a long time and down like you said, your, your, uh, your, your brother moving stuff around with a big ass crane, but that takes years to learn how to be certified for.
1: And it took more than just, there was, there were two sides of it. Uh, you know, this, is the thing with, with trades is that yes, you go to school for part of it, but then the expectation is, is that you have a job where it's not so much an internship, but you do a practical side of it for several months. So we're talking, he went to school for a few months. He went back to the company he was working for, for a few months where, <laughs> oh boy, uh, he was, he showed pictures of some of the stuff that they were dealing with, like pipe pieces, refinery pieces. Uh, we're talking some pretty heavy tonnage of peg iron here. And the cranes that were being, you know, used to do it were phenomenal. And I mean, that's just in a little, a small town, just like 10 minutes north of here. He's qualified to drive some of those ones that you would see on the discovery channel. You know, those big mother offshore or stadium building behemoths. He can do that. And the thing is, and you you go downtown, at least during the, uh, when, when things were good. You know, there were cranes all over the place, building huge apartment centers, skyscrapers, office towers, you know, <laughs> yes, there might be simulators for that on steam, but that is not going to put you in that seat. No, you know, long shot. There's, there's only one place I know where you could run a crane without, uh, that kind of certification. That was actually back home in the smelter. Uh, At least I didn't think so. Although hauling around some of the stuff they did, I would probably want them to be certified because yeah. Okay. I'm carrying a 10 ton pot filled with 10 more tons of red hot molten metal over my head. I'm going to want them to know what they're doing. You know, purely
0: my opinion, make, make no mistake, but eh, you know, (laughs) Yeah, I don't, I don't blame you. And uh, I, a little bit of poking that was uh, sent my way. Uh, somebody who went for a double major in philosophy and humanities—that one to get a PhD was 13 years. Now, I know the old running joke is, you know, well, that that's a great doctorate. You want fries with that one too? You know, okay. You know what? You wanna you wanna go ahead and you wanna poo-poo it, but that's a significant amount of time for someone to invest in. Learning well in this particular case, you could say it as learning how to learn. Which, yeah, it, it you start to get into a real meta well, case right there. But you know, <laughs> there's there is something important also in trying to understand how do we learn, what do we learn, why do we learn it, how do we use it to impact society at large. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you never know. Well, you want to. Hold that thought one second. Yeah, no,
1: no. Yeah, go ahead.
0: And you can you can use that to help teach others how to question why they do the stuff that they do as well, which, you know, that, that is one of the grandest pieces about being a teacher. But you want to talk about how esoteric can you get with using <sighs> practical information and maybe not so practical information? Try to imagine someone that goes... To learn how to be a music performance major, yes, this is something that you can do. It was one of the things I was hoping to be able to do. Sort of, I actually wanted to do music education. That in and of itself would have been a four-year degree to start off with, over here at the school that I originally went to. That didn't happen, but, but be that as it may, four years, maybe five years, depending as to how things played out.
2: Now, but I've what had it, that for four years? I'm yeah. sorry got a bachelor's in music performance.
0: Yep, could have done that unfortunately for me, college and I didn't get along too well, but be there as it may, you can do that. But for education also on top of that, there's a couple of years that goes on top of that. But what if you wanted to go into something a little bit more esoteric? For instance, if you took physics, if you took chemistry, you start taking some of these really, really hard science lessons because you wanted to learn how to construct instruments, how to create what something sounds like to understand what goes into and how to change it around. There are people like that
2: Mm -hmm.
0: who took the idea of what makes a Stradivarius sound like a Stradivarius? Mm-hmm. Was it the person that's performing it? Well, now you're dealing with somebody who has to take into account physiology and meteorology. Someone that can read the information in the ambient air, the how sound travels through, what the air is currently at the room, the acoustics for the material, the varnish, the woods themselves, where they came from, what was the hydrology at the time, what materials made up the soil. You can get into such incredibly esoteric items. If you go learning what goes into them and that's the investment in time. Mm -hmm. And some people will just go ahead and say, Why bother? Those are the people, forgive me. You don't need in your life. Why bother? Because I have an interest. You don't share that interest. Good piss off. I'm going to do my thing. Yeah. Well,
1: I mean, we're working in it. Yeah. All the training I took. Yeah. I learned a few languages. I learned a few pieces of software. But that was never the focus of what I was taking. What I learned was how to solve a problem at a high level. So something is in state a, I need it to be in state B. Okay. From a high level. I know, I, I know what I have to do to go from A to B. I know, I know there are, there are steps involved. The question then becomes, okay, to go from, from A to B. I have this program. How do I make this program take it from A to B? One of the, uh, one of the best lab assignments I had in school was, here's a problem, you have 15 softwares that can do this, do it with 10 of them. Cause each one had their own nuanced methodology of producing the result. You had to be agile enough to understand, okay. So for Fox Pro,
0: you do it this way. Uh, yep. Wow, <laughs> I just did it myself. Yeah. That's 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 going back a ways, guys. Don't yeah. look that one up. Yeah, that one's so, like that's why that's like clippy territory. Don't yes. go looking that up. <laughs> yes. See, Bridge is laughing. She knows. Yeah. I, know,
2: yeah. I know what clippy is. I yeah. love
0: clippy. So <laughs> you wait, 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 wait. What did you just say?
2: I it generated so many awesome memes.
1: Yes. Yes, it is. It is good. <laughs> I miss the cat personally, but that's just me. Oh,
2: the cat was funny.
0: Yep. Anyway, you know, as soon as we go into Microsoft Bob territory. So help me, I'm closing no. the shop.
1: No, no, <laughs> there, there was no Bob, but, um, yeah. So it was Fox, Pro was one visual basic paradox. Uh, what else was there? Access, um, power builder. Ugh. Um, yep. yeah, power builder was an Oracle thing, trust me, but needless to say, what I, what I got from that was you have several different tools at your disposal. It's not so much the tool, it's how you use the tool. I mean, these days I'm not using a single piece of software that I was ever trained on in school. I'm, I'm using stuff completely different. Mm-hmm. You know, you want,
0: to, you want, you want, you want, you want, you want Delphi clients? I'm, I'm pretty sure I still got Delphi client server ready here. so really? one and, one and whoa, two. Whoa, okay. That's um, okay.
1: No, My senior project was written in Delphi. I loved that
0: program. Okay. For anybody that wants to go ahead and have their head explode that understands about programming languages. Okay. Watch this Delphi, which is basically visual Pascal for those of you that remember it. When it when it was first introduced to me as somebody that had to sell it on the phones, yeah Delphi was written in Delphi. Delphi. Yep. Delphi was written in itself. Yep. Wrap your fucking noggin around that one, because at first I was I was on the call when they were training us about it, and I was just like, "What?" Yeah, but, that was but, great. But, that was a great moment. Yeah, but but the beautiful selling point of
1: that was. When you opened up the interface and you saw it and you could see the, the tabs and the buttons and the controls, you quickly realized when I build my own application, I can use this stuff. You know, you can actually, you could make your program look so elegant. Uh, you know, once you're familiar with it all. And this is the beauty of, of a proper education is that. Yeah, you, you learn to think, you know, and that's, that, that was the beauty of sort of, uh, becoming a bit of a skeptic was you question things. You you look at something and go, is this legit? How do I know if it's not legit? And then your problem solving noggin goes out and looks and tries to research to see if, you know, whether or not what they're talking about is the real thing without that kind of education, without that kind of, um, that Twitch to say that this doesn't, this feels a little shady. Wakefield's paper might still be considered credible to this day. You know, it's, you can't stress education enough. And I, I saw something a few weeks ago that really disheartened me about the American view on education. According to this, according to this one LARPer of a YouTuber, who basically LARPs at being a speaker, teaching was always considered something as, uh, and I quote, uh, something a woman, a housewife would do in their spare time because they didn't have anything else to do during the day after their chores were
0: done. Yep. Women's work.
1: And unfortunately that, I think that mentality, the the fact that this was said in the 21st century tells me that that mentality is still very widely shared in the U S and that is to your guys' detriment because you know, I, I can sit here almost 50 years old and you know, I can say, you know, I'm, I'm grateful for the education I got because it got me to where I am, which is, yeah, it's been, it hasn't exactly been the easiest road, but I guarantee it hasn't been the hardest road either, but you know, I got lucky growing up where I did living where I did, you know, there was a school there that was open and the teachers were pretty good at what they did. I can't imagine what it's like for somebody who has a curious mind to walk into a school and find out that the teachers just don't give a shit because they're, what they're thinking about is, am I getting evicted today? Or um, am I going to get shot on the way home from work today? You know, I, I, I am all for Uh, increasing the budget for an education because you guys need it. Oh God. Yeah. The the next generations that are coming up, you know, everybody's going to like, okay, things keep going the way they are. People are going to be just plugged in. Kids are going to be born. They're going to be put into a room where they're going to have like a cybernetic jack put in and they're just going to plug them in and. Whatever, you know, they're, they're just going to get Google infused into their heads. You know, they're, they're, you will see the death of creativity. I'd say in 50 years, if things keep going the way they are, uh, things are going to stagnate and things are going to start falling apart. And sadly, I think people are going, I think it's going to get to a point where things are going to start breaking down and nobody's going to know how to fix it
0: yeah for some people that are kind of wondering, uh, can I learn stuff now for myself and have it not cost me anything yeah, and i I was oh God, I can't believe I'm gonna show this every some people know what this is just by looking at it maybe if I open it up, it will make much oh, more man. sense <laughs> i have i have I have a couple of these for various different things. But I found, I found arguably what got me started down the road of relearning technology the way that I have and for getting me to do DJ stuff online for streaming. My first foray into Linux, Mm -hmm. 2005, which was the year that my wife passed this is the first disk in the mandriva linux which by name mandriva to the best of my knowledge does not exist anymore by that name they've since changed names but completely free operating system doesn't cost you anything i got this one because i got it as part of a uh, a thing with you know a, a magazine so i could actually learn and i was reading up about because you know it it, i kind of wanted to do that at the time and amongst other things sorry uh i've also got over here free bsd you really want to do a deep dive on trying to learn how to do you know a new operating system oh yeah free bsd when you needed an extra floppy disk to get the cd to boot with your system because it didn't automatically boot from CD. You oh. learned a few things back in those days. Uh, Seuss Linux and arguably my favorite one. And one of these days, I really, really, really have to learn, uh, have to, you know, set this up in a virtual machine. Solaris. Ooh. Solaris 10 when it was freely available. Mm-hmm. I've got I've got the discs burned three, four of them four four discs at least
1: mm-hmm.
0: And the thing of it is Solaris once upon a time was like, oh, how the hell did you get a hold of that? Oh my god, that's like super primo kind of is kind of isn't but again, it's free to learn now mm-hmm. you know you can get out from underneath all of the stuff that you could have otherwise uh done for your I, I i i still have this one too don't ask me why
1: i don't i don't I don't, know. I don't know you like the fact that it had leopard spots on it uh look run with that trust me okay uh,
0: you know what truth be told i think it was uh i think it was a leftover from when i was still working at the isp well, which kind of hurt but you know of course we also had those uh, those gumdrop IMAX. so well, yeah. yeah yeah um Windows 98. Oh shit. I've still got a, I've still got a, a Windows 98 second edition. Wow. Go me. Yeah, I, I know, I know, I know. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll, maybe I'll use it in a virtual machine so I can play a couple of games again.
1: You know, the, the funny thing was when I worked at a, I worked at a computer store and we, uh, we would all carry that. This one guy came in, uh, he was a new employee and we were trying to demo a machine for somebody um and we couldn't because the thing wouldn't boot off cd and this is fairly old because of course there were no inherent drivers on the motherboard so this guy brought in a disc that had a dr- an oem driver on it from a company called oak technologies uh no that that's irrelevant but the fact that's- is it but what it would do is from this floppy disk, it would actually create a DOS driver for the CD so that you could drop, uh, like windows in to actually start the sequence. SE had that same Oak technologies driver built onto the disk, so that you could actually boot off a CD drive. I laughed so hard when I saw that, you know, it just, it's kind of just amazing that, uh, it was a neat coincidence. And you know, not just OS things can be free. And I've said this before you know, stop hashtagging your life away. I'm still working on the lyrics, but you've got the world at your fingertips on a cell phone. Almost everybody's got one. Pretty sure you got a data plan, or if not, you know, go to your local Starbucks and hook onto the Wi Fi. Whatever you're interested in. You can get training for it online for free. Hell, you can go on YouTube. Like for instance, you want to find out about a program called OBS. I can point you to a six video series done by a guy who uses it exclusively. By the end of it, you'll know how to use it. You want to find out about particle physics. There are entire lectures on YouTube from professors that will tell you about it. You want to find out about welding. You know, maybe, maybe that's something you want to do. You know, watch the videos, learn. There is educational stuff out there. You just have to take the time to think. Now, when it comes to getting a job in something like this, yeah, some people are going to want to look at credentials, accreditation, you know, maybe they need a, a degree. Well, that's now. But if you have enough interest in it, if you can prove that you're good at it, There are places that will pick you up and eventually the degree requirement would fall away because you're going to suddenly have this big backlog of experience. You know, yeah, some companies may still say, well, were you formally trained at such and such a university? No, but I could kick the shit out of any single one of those guys that comes out of those places, you know? Yeah. Like right now there's still that, that, that stigma that, you know, you, you need the, the BSC behind your name. You know, I'm part of that generation that needed it at the time. These days, not so much. And that's the thing. Things are changing, you know? Yeah. For the higher stuff, like, uh, a doctor. Yeah, (laughs) I'd, I'd want somebody who's an MD, uh, especially if someone's about to cut me open and take something out or put something in for that matter, you know, um, for a nurse. Yes, I want whatever designation it is like, I know there's, there's RN LPN, et cetera, et cetera. There's a lot of them, but I want to know that they are trained or still in training and that this is part of their education cycle. You know, I had about 20 of them taking care of me a couple of years ago. Every single one of them has, it was going through that gauntlet and I am thankful for every single one of them and shit, they saved my life literally. Um, but for to get a job that would, you know, that would make some decent money. Yeah. Um, getting the education and the knowledge that you need to get the job, it's not that tough, you just need, you need an interest and you have to be willing to commit to learn. And that I think is one of the biggest problems now is that. Everybody wants the rock and roll montage, you know, the, the five minutes of, of good music and showing progress, you know, to the end where they come out of it. Like, oh yeah, you got your degree or you got your job. It doesn't work like that. You know, there, there is no free lunch and there are no shortcuts.
0: So Bridget, I'm going to, since we're getting pretty close to the end, uh, there's a piece that I I wanted to. I forgot to mention at the top of the, to the show, but now is about as good as any time because this is, this is the perfect time for it. And it's not going to sound like it makes any kind of sense, so trust me just a minute. Dalla will we'll know what it is when, once I go ahead and ask you. Like I said, it's not going to sound like it makes any sense altogether, but does the name Ship of Theseus ring a bell to you? Mm, no. I will I'll, I'll kind of remind you the same way that I, I almost the same way that I reminded Dallin last night. Not quite the same way. Remember the old philosophical uh, canard about Theseus sets out on a ship and he's going out on a long journey and different bits and pieces of it break and have to be replaced. Oh, and break and have to be replaced.
2: About A piece at a time. Is it still the same boat when he gets?
0: Okay. So Dallin and I got into a, a whole big rigmarole about that because of of Star Trek and the old Constitution versus the Constitution refit versus the Enterprise-class ships. Okay, that's where we had gotten started with it. And the reason why I bring this all together is that I had gotten word Friday and the, the message was, let everybody know that Theseus has made it home. And it was from Joey, who let me know that his truck made it from Pittsburgh back home to Ohio. Now, the reason why I bring this up is that the whole idea of what Dallin was saying of you can't really learn medical, you know, deep dive medical stuff from you know online courses and expect to be picked up by anybody. That's that's one of those things you don't you don't want to screw around with but you know for well from the times that joe's been on how much work and effort he put into getting his truck up and running Mm -hmm. and so much of that was from learning through youtube and reading shilton's manuals and whatnot so i'll put it to you no you can't be a you can't be a nurse by learning from youtube but damn There's a lot of stuff that you can learn that's hands-on from what everybody else has got to teach you. Mm -hmm. It ain't that great.
2: Technology is a wonderful thing.
0: If used properly.
2: If used properly, yeah. Uh one of the downsides is there's a lot of bad information out there too. Yeah, And I hear that the Flat Earth Society is actually gaining members, and that's really sad.
1: Yeah, they're they're gaining members from all around the globe,
2: that is sad. It is, yes.
0: it is. But uh you know, we, we we know it, and um, and Stephanie quite right. Stephanie's pointing out, quote, "Do not forget," and and she spelled out, "Do not forget." And I, I'm saying that way, and and you're quite right to mm-hmm. spell it that way. Do not forget that Joe put in the practical work as well as reading the information exclamation point and boy yes ain't that the case bridget you know you have to when it comes to the medical stuff you have to put in the practical side otherwise okay. it's all for naught
2: oh yeah i mean we we had clinicals you know when i was in school and we had to you know take amv and we had to dissect cats and learn where all the vessels were and the muscles and all that stuff had the same cat for a whole year got to know the cat very well
0: and you know last week we talked to you know i i opened up talking about uh, you know a dog bomb donating his his body to science and putting a a very nicely worded you know note to the doctors that we're going to be working on him. And that's not something that happens often enough is it
2: no I, I wish more people would donate their bodies to science
0: we certainly wish that a few of them would donate precognizance level zero but well, that, that would be that would be wrong that would be wrong mm-hmm. um no wishing it is not wrong I, following through on on the practical side of that 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 would be wrong yeah. right that that'd be bad. That'd be bad. Yeah, especially considering I no longer have uh, a viable um, alibi now. Mm-hmm. Crap! <laughs> Why don't you ever stop me when I you know start going on these things? Really? You know, um, I mean, you're, you're supposed to be know my where f- you
2: go. Yeah. We had to get her entertainment somehow.
1: Yeah, and plus, I you know, I, I I do plan to write a book someday, and you know, this would be perfect fuel.
0: Uh, oh wait, that's I say that out loud? <laughs> Yeah,
2: I'll change your name though to protect your identity. Oh yeah! Oh, that's (laughs) yeah. (laughs)
0: Thanks. I I I grandly appreciate that. I've got a I've got I've got a finger with your name written right over it. You know that. Mm hmm.
2: Probably got one for both of us. Yeah, yeah, you funny know
1: what? You know what? If if I had a nickel for every time that uh, that he had that, I, I'd have enough
0: nickels to probably seriously hurt somebody if I put them all in a sock. You know, I've got a, I've got a, I've got an animated gif around here somewhere. If I had fingers, I'd be showing you one now. It's a Fluttershy thing. It's, I'll, I'll I'd pull it up right now. but I'm I don't kidding. want to be tapping, tapping in everybody's ear. Yeah.
1: Well, you know what? I got one for you. No, uh, no, 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 no. This, this is something I, I talked about last night. Um, cause we were talking a bit about, uh, like anti-vaxxers and stuff. And there was a, a guy I've talked about before, uh, dude by the name of Jeff Holiday. uh, he, he actually tore apart the, the movie Vaxxed. I mean, he ripped in a new one, like he's, he's so against, he he's got such a beef against people like Wakefield, Epperly. Mm-hmm. All these other people, and there was one he did an expose on, or he does this monthly thing for his patrons. It's called the Wingnut Roundup. And no, Bridget, uh, like I know you work, uh, you work a bit with Beth a while talking about Epperly, yeah. Well, Holiday, uh, he actually went on Dr. Phil against Epperly, like face to face, and tore her apart, anyway.
2: Yeah,
1: anyways, uh. So he does this wing nut roundup where he, and it's like a three hour stream or whatever, and he goes over like the months pseudo science videos that he finds and these holistic people, and he ran into this guy and he calls himself the detox dude and he had some pretty way way out ways of, of, you know, how to get your body healthy and cleansed and stuff. And there was one thing he said where he was telling guys to stop masturbating. Because your life energy, your chi, you're you're no, no, no. Just hold on. I know what chi is. You're you're releasing it, and therefore you're releasing your life energy because your your energy, your chi, is stored in your balls.
0: (laughs) Now, to be to to be to be to be, Dallin. To be fair. Oh, (laughs) come on. To To be fair. To be fair. To be fair. Uh, he didn't quite say it like that, but when he went ahead and decoded what was being said, that's
2: what he said.
0: Yeah, that's
1: what he said. So anyway, so Jeff pauses the, the video just about falls out of his chair, laughing so hard. Yep. And, uh, the first thing he says is, and it is, high pitched laughing voices goes, that's going on a t-shirt. <laughs> And then, so, so then he switches over. He does this like commercial of his other, his alter ego, hemlock Moonwolf, which is like a sixties flower child. Uh, you, you gotta, you gotta check this guy out. But he did this whole, you know, um, uh, what just this whole ad about and then, you know, and then chi is stored in the balls <laughs> and, and then he, and then he comes up with a, with a link on the, on the commercial. I'm like, okay, he, he was talking about doing that, but he never did. Well, he did, and it's flashing. it's flashing, sorry there
0: um <laughs>
1: so as you can see, yeah, Chi is stored in the ball. <laughs> I saw that I was like, uh, you know, if honestly, if I had the twenty four bucks to play to uh to to play with, and if I knew that it would come in my size, I would get one, but <laughs> no like when it comes to people like anti-vaxxers and these holistic, oh God, what was it? Uh, happy, hippie, uh, how did it go?
0: I don't remember. It's all your thing. Man. Yeah.
1: Happy, hippie, healing, holistic horse shit. There you go. Which was a guy a guy who called into the thinking atheist and made that uh, said that one. A couple of years ago now. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, the text file was lost in the cataclysm. But uh, bottom line is that Guys like holiday, um, he goes after them. He tries to report to his following or to the people who subscribed him and his patrons that, you know, to quote George Carlin, this is all bullshit and it's bad for you. We need more people like that. And I know that there are others out there that some of them, you know, they're YouTubers, some are bloggers, some are, uh, columnists, some are journalists. And I use that term very cautiously because there are some journalists out there and then there are some people who LARP at being journalists. Yep. You really got to find out who's who, but you know, I'd like to think that we're getting better, that maybe we're getting over Wakefield. Maybe we're, and I was going to say, maybe we're getting over the flat earthers too, but apparently not.
2: No, we're not.
1: Um, which is sad, you know, where, where's our flying cars? We can't have flying cars because people are still debating something that Christopher fucking Columbus solved for us. How many years ago? Like,
2: (sighs) well, uh, people are, people are not very bright. Uh, I forgot what the percentage was. It was something like. You know, 25 or 30% of people surveyed think that the sun goes around the earth. Mm. That blows my mind. Geocentric we, theory, really?
1: We can toss a washing machine on a moving comet after predicting its trajectory for 10 years worth of mathematics. Mm-hmm. We can turn our planet into a telescope to look at a black hole that is 360 billion kilometers across.
2: Oh, that's a hoax. <laughs> and I'm being facetious.
1: And this is no, and this is- I guarantee you, two years from now, that's exactly what somebody's going to say.
2: Mm-hmm. Yep.
1: And they're going to say, because it, and, and what's going to be their evidence? Because it doesn't look like the one in Interstellar. I swear to the flying spaghetti monster. If Mm -hmm. I ever find somebody that says that I'm going to jail for assault because I I will beat that guy with my shoe for being so stupid.
0: But you would not be convicted by a jury of your peers.
1: No, but I'd be convicted by jury of their peers,
2: which is probably
1: exactly what I'd be dealing with.
2: Yeah
0: fun enough kind of where i was going to end up with mm-hmm.
2: yeah right people usually get tossed off juries pretty quickly
0: yeah that's you know there's there's a whole other thing for that a little bit later yeah i don't want to go down that way right now because yeah there's stuff in my head
1: but oh my uh, god oh my god
0: later what oh god. Ah! what <laughs> it's a onesie
1: <laughs> for babies I am going to buy that for my grand-nephew.
0: (laughs) I got nothing.
2: Uh, Uh. Well, that is, I mean, if, if, if it is, you still need to let it go because like not letting it go increases your risk of prostate cancer. I'm just saying.
1: Well, okay, so as far as the detox dude is concerned, it couldn't happen to a nicer fella.
2: Well, if you don't masturbate, bad things happen. I would... No. (laughs) Two
0: words, folks. Shurnikov radiation. Look it up. You want to talk about blue balls? You're welcome. Have fun (laughs) with that one. Oh, you boy. think i'm talking you, you you think i'm talking medical science no see this is see this is why dj rule zero is such a wonderful thing Dallin knows full well what i'm talking about on many levels right about now and he's not gonna say dan port because he's busy googling you're damn right
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> while while you're doing that and um, i'm totally clueless it's, it's okay. Shurikov radiation is, uh, Shurtakov radiation is a bad thing. Emitted if when a charged
1: particle passes through a dielectric medium at a speed greater than the phase velocity of light at that medium, the characteristic blue glow of an underwater nuclear reactor is due to, uh, radiation. Uh, so basically, uh, if they're glowing blue. You've
0: got a problem. <laughs> no, no. More appropriately, if it's glowing blue and you're looking at it with your own eyes, sir, he's dead already. Oh, see, or I was I, I was going to go it. from the I was going to go from
1: the janitor in Avengers. Son, you got yourself a condition. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Pretty much, we got we got we got a wrap. And believe it or we not, do. I've actually got a I've actually got a good quote to close us out with. So. uh Let's do it. Okay, Bridget. Um, dell has been yakking away most of the night. I think he's pretty well got everything he needs out of his system. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what? I should not have said that that way, and I didn't even think about it until it suddenly came spewing out of my face. I should not have said that either. So, um, any, 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 anything you wanna you wanna close with?
2: Mm, no.
0: Fine. You know, I try. I'm I tried. good. I'll try it every so hard. You it's know what? Flaky
2: suck. Okay. Well, yeah. Leave it at that. They do. Yeah. Dangerous. yeah.
0: And yeah, I'll go ahead. And I, I know there's got to be one last item that you got to get mm-hmm. out of
2: here. They're lacking critical thinking skills. And screw Mike Pence. <laughs>
0: N- nothing to do with the anti-vaxxers other than um No. You know what? We will just leave it at that and and, and fine. Last item now.
1: Pretty much what Bridget said. Get yourself trained. Or at least think. You know the biggest conspiracy that's out there, folks, there isn't one. There is no big pharma. There is no big whatever that's trying to just profit off of your ignorance. The proof is that people right now are dying from things that we had eradicated, not 30 or 50 years ago. And the bring bot brought back because, because the people that used to stand in the, on the soapbox in the town square. The people we used to call the village idiots are now being taken seriously. Yeah, this is bad news, folks. And as someone with a compromised immune system, I know I've said this many times before, but it's true. I am more dependent on herd immunity now than I ever was. And if I get sick because one of you guys decided that, oh, it's all big pharma. Well, then I think I have every right to defend myself by doing bad things.
0: That's as far as I'm going to go with that. Fair enough. Here's my uh, here's my close verse. A quote that is currently twenty two years old. Twenty two years old. person is smart. People are dumb, panicky, dangerous animals, and you know it. 1500 years ago, everybody knew that the earth was the center of the universe. 500 years ago, everybody knew the earth was flat. And 15 minutes ago, you knew that humans were alone on this planet. Imagine what you'll know tomorrow. Like I said, men, As much as Unrenaud Tech and I joke about the, the line, all is known, sooner or later, all is known. It's just a question of whether or not we're gonna hurt ourselves getting to that point. We've got so many ways that we can go ahead and stumble in the dark. We don't need to manufacture new ones. I've been good tonight. So I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to tip over the F-bomb one more time. Get the fuck over yourselves. Don't hurt everybody else in the process. Especially kids. With that, we're going to go ahead and call it a night because I have no coffee left in my damn (laughs) tumbler. So... As always, everybody, thank you very much for being with us tonight. Hope that you had uh, fun listening and uh, found something worthwhile in all of our perspectives tonight. Really do appreciate it. And of course, as usual, thank you to the group. Bridget, thank you very much for your time tonight. You uh, try to have yourself a a restful and hopefully not frigid evening. Forgive me.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I will do my best. And I guess this is where I'm supposed to plug the stuff. Oh my God, it's almost like you were actually waiting
0: for me to go ahead and needle the shit out of you to do it.
2: Well, uh, you can send me a friend request on Facebook, Bridget Fitch, or uh, find me at my blog at Bridget Fitch 2112.wordpress.com. And and Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday in Cincinnati, is the American Atheist. 2019 convention and guess who's there as a special guest me. You. So they still have tickets available, come out and see us and have a good time and stop by the table and uh, harass me. (laughs) And I do plan on uh, joining the uh, broadcast Saturday night from the convention. And so hopefully I will find some other podcasters and blogcasters and have them come crash the show.
1: Oh, my God, we're about to be exposed for the people we are.
0: <laughs> Could be worse. And uh, so that everybody does know, I, I have shown this before, but yes, there is the card. I have to make, I actually have to print the cards and get them on over to you as quickly as I possibly can. But uh, that thats that's what they currently look like. Nice. Yes, I did a little bit of I uh, did a little bit of reworking on the old version, most notably to get rid of that old uh, G plus thing because G plus isn't a thing anymore. Yeah, but anyway, uh, and I tried to follow the old uh, the old idea of keep the same font if you can and make sure that it's legible. Mm-hmm. Well. Um, some people are actually going to look at this stuff and go, Oh, wait a minute. Doesn't that look like a star Trek font? Yes. Yes, it does.
2: Get over. thank you for
0: noticing. Yeah, pretty much. Plus, I mean, let's face it. The, uh, you know, the, the it's legible.
2: And we can, and it stands out. Exactly. It'll be memorable.
0: Exactly. And, um, I will, uh, I will make sure that the link is in the show notes where, uh, we're 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 listed in the list of uh, a whole bunch of group including holy kool-aid because it was like oh my god i'm scrolling through and scrolling through and scrolling through and oh yeah the uh oh bulls am i really gonna do this yes yes i am uh let me let me find the picture yeah because uh oh because she sent me, she sent me the link and said, Hey, you're not going to believe this. Look at where we are. And I saw the thing and I, 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 sent I sent, a, I, sent a, I sent a reply. Um,
2: <laughs> I, I, was, that was priceless. I,
0: I, I, I was, I was, I was a little, I was a little surprised. I was a little <laughs> surprised. So, uh, yeah, you're never going to see that ever again. Dallin edit that out of the video, would you, you can, you can do that, right? I, I love that part. picture.
2: It was priceless. It
0: was it, great. I, I liked it. I, we'll we'll edit we'll edit it out somehow. We'll just kind of oh. do a thing on my face. I don't know, but you have yourself a great time. And oh, wow, this is this is this is a really big deal. So congratulations. Have yourself a great time.
2: Oh, thank you, thank you.
0: Don't, don't drink too much.
2: Oh man.
0: Too much. Too much. Okay.
2: Okay. I'll Remember,
0: a liter and a half of wine is too much for me. So keep that in mind. That's all.
2: <laughs> I'm more of a tequila person anyway. <laughs> or Funny. Brandy or bourbon. <laughs> that's, that's
0: that's fine. We'll see how that plays out.
2: And Dallin. I say mine Thank you very much.
0: Fair enough, Dallas. Hey. As usual, thank you, man. Hey. Really do appreciate it. No problem. Um
1: so, quick uh, status update on the uh, website over at holycrapthevlogcast.com. <clears throat>
0: yeah, we had we had a little we had we had a little tactical problem. Yeah. Uh,
1: to that end, though, the um, the audio catch up is done. The MP3s are mixed and everything. They're uploaded to my repository. Uh, I just sent in the uh, unlock request from the blog site so that I can get back in and do the administrative techie stuff that I have to do. I'm hoping that'll be resolved uh, soon, so that I can get the uh, the blog site uh, caught back up.
0: Yeah, we may have we may have had uh, we may we we had a little tech problem. Mm-hmm. I might have to fix. Maybe I don't know. We'll, we'll we'll double check. and We'll figure it out. But it's coming. That's that's the important part. It's coming. It's mm-hmm. coming. And oh wow, um, yeah, clear out some, sp- some space on your on your Podcatcher device of choice because. Uh, this is gonna be a lot of stuff. And and yeah. thank you ever so much. The fact that you're doing it and you're not doing it on a thread ripping machine. Hey, ace is on you, man. Okay. Sure. <laughs> there's a okay, there's a thing behind the scenes about this whole thing. I'm yeah. needling them just because I can. Yeah. Um, like, you know, you know. Thing thing well.
1: Yeah, you know, the thing is for what I for what this requires, I don't need a thread wrapper for this. I don't care.
0: It's just my way of just needling the shit out of it because I can.
1: Oh, it's <laughs> You know, I talk about the, the map program that I use. I could put a, I could put uh, that on a thread ripper. It wouldn't help because the processes that I use on that program aren't multi-thread capable. Oh,
0: yes. Thank you, Pitney Bowes.
1: Thank okay. you very much. I
0: sure I have no idea what you just did there. Not Yeah, not, me, not neither. A, me neither. No idea. You'll never see it in the audio, so. That's fine. It's, it's perfectly fine. And, uh. Stephanie, I don't know where that that particular item was over there, but uh, yes, Bionic Dance, who we had, I want to say we've about getting her back. Yeah. yeah, now that she's had her uh, her surgery, I think uh, I think we we'll check in on her again sometime in the near future. We should mm-hmm. say sure. about that, but uh, yeah, Bionic Dance's catchphrase: uh, "Don't run on automatic. Instead, please think." And it's 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 a it's a very good catch. It really is. And that's part of the reason why there's no way in hell I'm stealing that because that's hers, and mm-hmm. she she's earned it, mm-hmm. every dollar of it. I'm sorry. There's there's a there's a there's an old timey thing with with that one, and and some people get that reference and congratulate. Anyway, so I had to play around with my pages because I had the wrong one facing at me. I had the page that had all of the passwords on it facing me and i just suddenly realized uh, a little while ago oh i should really switch which pages i've got in front of me because i don't want to be reading off passwords accidentally (laughs) because that would be bad (laughs) it'd be really bad so of course as always folks thank you very much uh if you would like to get as was mentioned uh, any of our social links or contact information. Take a swing over to holycrapblockcast.com. The RSS feed will soon be burning up your your copper wire, so in, enjoy that. That's gonna be that's gonna be a fun night over on over on my side when my when my phone goes, uh, dude. Uh, I know you got a hundred twenty eight gig memory card in here, but seriously, that's gonna be a fun night uh we'll see how that plays out anyway hmm. if you'd like to leave a voicemail message phone number again as always is 859 hctv 554 859 i should really put that page like on my wall in front of me one of these days not gonna do that anytime soon oh that's right i should really just cross off the google plus line on that list yeah yeah i should really do that i did <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you know what? Um, hold on a second. Do I have any passwords? No, I don't have any passwords on that. Here. So you know, you can, you can you can see I've got I've got stuff. So yeah, there it all. Yay. Whatever. People who are listening who are just like, what the hell is it doing? You know what? It piss off. That's the way it is. You want to see the one that's got all the passwords on it? No. Tough. But otherwise, all of you guys that are uh, hanging out with us tonight, by the way, uh, Stephanie. Trippin, thank you. Uh Princess Luna. I suddenly saw it. nice to have nice to have the aristocracy hanging out with us tonight. Thank you. We will be back with you guys again uh next week. Uh I keep needing to double check about a, a couple of things as far as timing is concerned, because uh there's there's a date coming up that I will not be hosting again because you know reasons. But we'll we'll deal with that later as as we get along to it, because, you know, traditions. Mm. But that's 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 for a little bit later. I will be talking with you guys again uh soon. Please be safe and we will be looking forward to talking to you again next week. And if you happen to be at the convention, say a little hi and and enjoy the hell out of yourselves as always, until the next time we get together everyone, if we don't see ya, happy zombie day (laughs) until then otherwise as always, I wish you all the peace I no longer have I wish you the strength that I've learned I wish you well and my lady it is too damn many years later and I am still in love not today Fujin, I love you I miss you Till the next time we get together, everyone. As always, good night. You've been listening to Holy Crap the
1: Vlogcast. Feel free to leave a comment at the show's website at holycrapthevlogcast.com, where you'll also find links to our Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter pages. Theme music is Twisted by Kevin mcleod available at incompetech.com. And on behalf of all of us here.